Kia ora. Welcome to Emirates Podcast, episode 393. Today is Thursday, August 10th, 2023. Yes, I'm still on Thursday, but it's a week later, so there's that. The weather is, again, an obstacle. Yesterday, I planned and recorded. As a matter of fact, I started an episode. I'll come back to that. And it it was a funny day because the day started out bright and sunny, and then it got really dark and hosed down, and then it got sunny and was fine for a while, and then it started raining again. And today, it's been pretty much the same thing, only a bit colder. And because the rain has been so heavy, I couldn't take a chance on recording anyway in the hope that maybe the mic wouldn't pick it up because it was that heavy. Now, if I ever find Nigel's microphone, this may not be as much of a problem because it's a directional mic, and I think it would probably be better. But, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I said that I started an episode yesterday, and I actually got all the way through it. And then I thought, you know, I can't remember. I think I've talked about some of this stuff before. And I realized that that's an ongoing problem, particularly when I've been recording every week. I can't remember what I said in any previous week. My best indicator is to look at the show notes to see what blog posts I link to, because (laughs) for me, that's a pretty good indicator of what I've talked about without listening back. But I realized I really ought to listen back before I record a new episode to find out what I talked about, at least in the previous episode. And I've come up with an idea. I don't know if this is going to work, but what I'm going to do is create a logbook, and I'm going to write down the episode number and date and the main things I talked about so that in future weeks, I can just flip back through them to see what I talked about. I'm hoping this will work. I don't know. This actually touches on the nature of all of my organizing projects, personal organizing projects that I've talked about here and on my blog. But I'm not quite ready to talk about the reasons behind it. There are reasons behind every choice I've made. And it's a topic in itself, but it's one I don't know that I'm comfortable talking about for a variety of reasons. But I think I will eventually get to it. In the meantime, however, I do have some updates today. And the first one is about my electricity. I know, no, everybody loves that topic. Everybody wants to hear me talk about electricity endlessly. But I got my first bill with a new power company. And it was interesting. I decided to compare it to what I was paying, but comparing it to the previous year's bill isn't necessarily, at the the same time of year last year, isn't necessarily uh, useful because the, the weather could be very different last year. It could have been colder, it could have been sunnier. Any number of things could be different. And some of the prices may have been different too. I'd have to actually look at the bill carefully to find that out. So I decided that what I would do instead is take the rate that my former company was charging at the time that on my last full bill with them, and then apply that to the amount of power I used this past month to see what the price difference would be approximately. And it turns out that I would have paid about $40 more with the current, with my new power company than with the old one. And, of course, I'm thinking, what the hell? (laughs) Now, that's not what I was billed. I was actually billed nearly $30 less. But the reason I was billed less is because the solar credit is higher. It's, uh, it's, um, 
about $4 higher, not quite $4 higher, which is, yeah, so what? But this time of year, that's pretty good. But they also are giving me $10 a month um, credit for producing solar power. It's a promotional credit, which um, expires, I think it's the end of this year. I can't remember. A, a full year, I mean, rather, not this year. And I also pre-purchased some power at a cheaper rate. And so because of that, the actual amount that I was billed was less. But the total amount that I was being charged was higher, if you're following me. In other words, the amount that I paid, the amount I was billed was higher than I would have been billed with the old company, approximately. And the main reason for that is that in New Zealand, power companies charge what's called a fixed charge or sometimes a daily charge. for, And it's a fixed amount for every day of the month. And my new power company charges me $2.45 an hour, sorry, a day, um, just for the privilege of having electricity from them. Whereas the old company was 90 cents a day. So it's like, you know, two and a half times higher. And... So the difference is that on my current bill, it cost me $75 just for the privilege of having the power. And on the old company, it would have been less than $30 at, um, based on the same amount of power usage. Although in that case, it's not relevant because it's by the number of days, which is 31 days in that bill. And so I'm not sure I made the right choice. I'm going to you know, hang, hang in there at least until summer. Because I want to see what happens with the summer rates. Because the summer, I generate a lot more power in the in the summer than I do during winter, which is obvious. And I want to see how that affects things. Now, I will say that having the differential pricing does make a difference. Because I noticed that my, I think it's my greatest use or second greatest, I can't remember now, is at the night rate, which is from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m., I think it is. And that, and I, and I couldn't figure out why. And then I realized when I looked at the hourly usage, see, I told you I was going to get a lot out of looking at this app and <laughs> being able to, to find, finally examine all the data. The reason for that is because of my, the device that controls my uh, hot water heat. I have it set to go off at 6 a.m. to preheat the water to make sure the water's hot in case I'm getting getting up early in the morning and I'm going to have a shower right away. I don't have to wait for the sun to heat it up. And because I get a lower rate at night than I do any other time during the day, and that rate is substantially lower than the old one, it's actually now cheaper for me to heat water. And so that's a good thing. But I don't know overall, long term, and I'm not going to be talking about this every month. I'll wait a few months to see what the averages work out to and that sort of thing. But I was kind of disappointed, I guess, because um, the power switch thing from Consumer New Zealand suggested that this was one of the best companies for me, and particularly because they paid more than my old company did for the power that I generate. But I'm not sure that that's actually the case. And there's another company that uh, pays less for the power I generate, but still more than the old one I had. And I think I may ultimately switch to them. But we'll see. We'll see how things go. Now, as it happens, the company I'm with is the sort of the bargain unit or whatever you call it of the most expensive electricity provider in New Zealand, <laughs> who I almost went with at one stage because they had this enormous, they pay the best buyback rates for solar power of any of the companies. 
and they had this special deal where if you signed a, a, an agreement for five years, you got this really great price and all that, until I really looked at how much they were charging. And they also charge a hell of a lot for their daily charge. And I, I don't know, maybe maybe the consumer um, calculator or whatever isn't hasn't been fully updated to provide best price comparison. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. But for me, the only reason I'm saving money is because of the discounts I'm getting um, for signing up. And uh, I don't have a contract with them, so I could leave at any time. And I'm, as I said, I very well may, but I do want to see what happens um, when I generate more power. And I will be soon because we're only about three weeks away from spring in the su- here in this part of the world on September 1st. So things should start getting better then, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. I also have some updates on some things I talked about last time. Um, of course, I talked about the shower caddy and taking that out of the shower. And this was the first week where I, I scrubbed the shower without it in there because I always clean the house on Fridays. I've been doing that for 10 years, 15 years, something like that. Anyway, and it was, it's really good. It's, it's also much faster for me at the end of my shower because I can grab the squeegee and just do all four walls and it's much faster than it used to be because I don't, and much less awkward because I don't have to hold on to the caddy while I'm squeegeeing behind it anymore. And I obviously don't bump into anything anymore and it just feels much bigger now. And so that's, that's a, um, unqualified success so far. <laughs> I guess that is qualified, isn't it? Anyway, it, it was a good choice. I um, didn't have the courage to put the caddy away yet, though, because I wanted to make sure this was going to be okay before I did that. But um, I think I can now. I also um, washed an old spice rack that I was using so that I can uh, give, give it to an op shop somewhere. Op shop is what we call a thrift store, generally speaking. And uh, it stands for Opportunity Shop. And I actually don't have any idea where that name came from. I did try to work it out once. Um, but I, I don't, I think it's a bit vague. There are theories about where it comes from, but nothing, nothing proven. At any rate, I've got a whole bunch of stuff I'm getting ready to go. Um, I've got some housewares. I've got um, some of, I was going to say some of Nigel's clothes, but it's some of mine as well. Things that don't fit or, or that I just don't like anymore that I'm going to give um, to them to sell. And uh, yeah, so anyway, things are better than they were, say, a week and a half ago before I took the the uh, caddy out of the shower. And overall, I have a better power bill this month than I would have had under the old company, just. And so in those senses, you know, things are okay now, we, the thing in New Zealand, the big thing in New Zealand really is that we're getting ever closer to the election and the, the various parties are, are releasing their policies on this, that, and the other thing. And I'm going to have a, a lot more to say about that in future episodes. And I will be, and I, it, just like it's been before, it's unlikely to ever take up the entire episode. It would probably, it may be a majority of some of them, but as always, I will uh, make that clear at the start of the episode so anybody who's not interested in New Zealand politics can just stop because it'll be at the end part of each episode, I think. We'll see. And at any rate, I, t- I try to be conscientious and and concerned and, and all of that sort of stuff. <laughs> I can't think of what the word is. And yeah, so 
the that's pretty much what I've been up to. I'm trying to work out some things to do when spring does arrive. I've been putting more of my thoughts into that because I really want to do something with the the back part of my property, the backyard or whatever you want to call it. We'd call it a back garden in New Zealand. And I don't know what to do because there is that bank I've talked about before. And I'm concerned that if this uh, rainy weather is now a regular feature in, here in New Zealand, that sooner or later I'm going to start having problems with not flooding exactly, but with um, too much moisture getting into the lawns and things. And the, that bank really needs a retaining wall, but I can't afford that. That's like thirty thousand, twenty to thirty thousand dollars, because it's thirty meters long. And so I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I haven't quite worked it out yet, but I'm trying to come up with some ideas for what I might do, and also places I can plant things. I'm already working on that. I'm going to get a couple of trees to shield me from some of the neighbors. I'd like to get some deciduous trees, which mean that I don't know that I actually don't know if there are any native deciduous trees in New Zealand. There might be, but the uh, advantage of that obviously is it lets more light in in the wintertime when we don't have much, but I, I just want to be shielded from the neighbors when the weather's warm so that if I'm outside and about, I don't feel like, you know, we're looking at each other, that sort of thing. But uh, that'll be a project I'll talk about as and when it develops. Right, I'm back. I took a brief break because the skies suddenly got very dark again, and sure enough, it started raining, but the sun is shining again. So <laughs> here I am, I'm back. I was just going to add that there are the news here in New Zealand, New Zealand lately has been taken up with sport. And primarily, it's been the FIFA Women's World Cup, which is just about over, because uh, Australia and New Zealand were the co-hosts. Uh, New Zealand itself is out of the tournament now, as is the USA for that matter. And um, so it was a big deal at first, and unprecedented crowds. It's the biggest women's sporting event in the world, as um, the FIFA World Cup is the biggest sporting event in the world for its gender. Um, and so it was a very big deal, and record crowds turned up to see that. And apparently one of the offshoots of this is that there's going to be a um, professional women's team in the it's actually the Australian League. Uh, New Zealand plays in the Australian League as well, but they have a, a women's division as well, just as there is now with rugby. It's an unprecedented time for the growth of women's sport generally, but particularly here in New Zealand. It's be, because there are women's rugby teams that compete at the same general time as the men's teams are competing. It's uh, now a fixture of the sporting news every evening in the evening news broadcast. And um, people watch it. The, the attendance is good, all of which is wonderful. And also the salaries paid to the professional women's rugby players have gone up really substantially, partly because the New Zealand Rugby Football Union, or sorry, New Zealand Rugby Union, it's called now, used to be NZRFU, um, they realized that they were <laughs> being pretty sexist in the way that they, that they paid players. And that now has improved. And uh, the other sport-related thing that is coming up is the Rugby World Cup, which will be held in France this year, next month. And the first match is in Paris between New Zealand and France. And so, yeah, people are getting excited about that. I don't really care that much because I don't, I'm not actually into sport. But, um, I mean, obviously, I hope New Zealand does well. 
I imagine the USA will be there. Um, they don't generally do very well, as I've mentioned in the past during other Rugby World Cups. But hey, you never know. This could be their year. And that's a good place to stop for this week. The skies are darkening again, so I presume it's getting ready to pour down again. <laughs> so that's it for this week. I'll talk to you soon. Kakete no. Bye. You can comment on this or any episode of the Airman's Podcast at airmanspodcast.com, where you can also leave a voice message. You can visit and comment on the Amarin's Facebook page, or you can email me with or without a voice message at amarin's at gmail.com. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Network and is produced and distributed under Creative Commons license. Complete details at the website.